presence of God in the house. Hallelujah. Come on, there's healing in the house. Hallelujah. Come on, there's a sweet touch of God. It's come to bind the broken heart and hallelujah. To free the captive. Oh, hallelujah. To give sight to the blind. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Right where you're standing. Some of us right now, we're living with things that 
we didn't plan to live with, amen, we didn't necessarily calculate it out, we weren't expecting it to happen, it wasn't the way, amen, we wanted things to, to deliberate, but it's the way they are right now, hallelujah, but can I tell you that God can go into our past, yeah. hallelujah, he can heal, amen, everything, amen, back there, and he can, amen, come to the present and heal us today, amen, and then move us forward and prepare us for the future, can you say amen, amen, Let's give the Lord one more good hand. Amen. You may be seated. I think we can maybe turn my mic down a little bit. I mean, I'm not sure if we got those all dialed in. I feel like it might get beat up. Oh, that's good. That's better. Yeah. All right. Praise God. Is that too loud? Sounds loud. Are we good? Feedback. There we go. Is that better? It should be the one that says, yeah. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. We do have uh, several announcements. Uh, some of them we already gave out on Thursday, but we're going to go through them again. Uh, really, it's probably the most important announcement is August 18th through the 20th. We're going to be having a very large group of uh, 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 young people. Well, not so young. Most of them are probably already in their 20s, but uh, more college and career age people that are going to be coming down from uh, Brother Booker's church to do outreach. And uh, they're going to be uh, helping us. And so uh, that's going to be the 18th through the 20th. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, we are we're trying to accommodate them uh, like at an Airbnb house because there's so many of them. So we're probably going to split the girls and the guys up, of course. And uh, so we'll need help. Uh, we do have to feed them, which isn't really a big deal. They may want to go out and eat, so we may not have to feed them. But if we do, we'll need some ladies to show up at the house and just, you know, uh, we can either help with making the meals and then we can all just ship them over there. We can help them cook, whatever. And then the guys will go to the guy's house and uh, we'll give them some hard bagels. and Praise <laughs> God. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do all that. But do get ready for that. We're going to go out. We're going to minister to the homeless. Uh, we're going to try to have some street services. Uh, we're going to try to go and reach... The wealthy and the rich. Amen. Uh, we're going to get out there. We're going to do it all. And uh, just try to win some souls for Jesus. Can you say amen? Amen. Uh, don't forget, uh, this coming uh, Thursday, we have uh, Bible class again. We've been having really good Bible class. If you're uh, not able to make it to those, uh, tune in on the podcast. Amen. And, and, and get, get your, uh, your, your fix on. Amen. But uh, those are really good. And Friday, of course, we're doing prayer. July, we are going into a remodel. They're going to be remodeling this building. So things will get a little dusty around here. But uh, we're still going to have church. And uh, we're still believing God to do good things. Can you say amen? Amen. amen? All right. Let's all stand. We're going to take our tithe and our offering. We're going to get out and shake a few people's hands. Amen. Let them know that we're glad to see them in the house of the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be able to give and to minister. Hallelujah to this lost and dying world. God, we pray that every penny we give, God, would go towards the furtherance of the gospel in this East Bay. Jesus, help us to reach the lost in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. All right, let's give as unto the Lord and let's get out and shake some people's hands. Amen. Brother Russell, I saw they just painted it, man. What? I saw they just painted it. It's looking kind of nice. <laughs> oh, they didn't like it? <laughs> <laughs>
time this Saturday, uh, we had our, uh, our minister's class, and we were discussing uh, stories and how to use them in sermons. That was a good, uh, good deal. You know, anybody's welcome to come to those, uh, because it's not just like men only. Uh, I know my wife and others teach Sunday school, so if you ever want to drop by and, uh, and just glean and, and, uh, and listen to anything that has to do with sermon preparation, speaking, etc., Come on by. You're welcome to. Um, it's 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 good stuff. It's it's definitely a little bit more as uh, geared towards you know speaking and presentations. But if you ever have to do those, you're welcome to come by, and uh, we promise you'll learn something. Good to see Will and Sarah. Isn't it? God bless you. Man, all right, let's go. Book of Mark, chapter ten, and uh, we're going to go to the forty-second verse. Book of Mark, chapter ten. Let's all stand. Praise God. And uh, we do, we finally did get our, I finally got the CD burner out from the back. So we will start having CDs here as early as next week. So uh, if you want to buy some of those, they're going to be really inexpensive, maybe two or three bucks. Uh, but uh, really more than anything, just cover the cost of our CDs. But if you, people still use CDs, right? But um, if not, maybe we can get some like flash drives. You can drop them off every week and we'll load them up and get back to you. So, but uh, those will be up and running. So, hallelujah. Amen. Book of Mark chapter 10. And we're going to go to the 42nd verse. Everybody say amen when they're there. Amen. The Bible says, But when Jesus called them to him, he saith unto them, Ye know that they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship. Amen. Uh, exercise lordship over them. And their great ones exercise authority upon them. But so shall it not be among you. But whosoever will be great. Everyone say great. But whosoever will be great among you shall be your minister. And whosoever of you will be the chiefest shall be servant of all. Amen. Jesus said that the Gentiles exercise lordship over their subjects. He said, and their great ones... Everyone said great. Their great ones exercise authority upon them. He says, but it's not going to be this way among us. He says, whoever among you wants to be great, everyone say great, will be the minister of all. And I want to preach to you on this very simple thought this morning. Amen. Becoming great. Becoming great. Amen. Can we say that together? Becoming great. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is precious. It is powerful. And it is able, God, to pierce asunder, to divide the joints and the marrows, not only, O oh God, of our soul, but of our spirit, our thoughts and the intents thereof. And I'm asking you, God, that you would touch me this morning to teach and to preach to your people. In Jesus' name. And everyone said a great big amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. 
There is, without question, a great desire in the heart of humankind to be great. The word great, simply defined, means a desire to be considerably above normal and above average. As we look around, it does not take long for us to notice that the world we live in is full of great things. Things which we are things which are way above and way beyond the normal and the average. Historically, there are many great things. When we look throughout history, there were periods in time which have come to be known in terms of greatness, such as the Great Depression, which in short was the longest, deepest, and most widespread economic depression of the 20th century. Politically and socially, we have made great attempts at repairing our nation with programs like the Great Society, a program launched by Lyndon B. Johnson with the chief aim to eliminate poverty and racial injustice in America. Geographically, there are bodies of land which we refer to, amen, as great, such as Great Britain. Great Britain is the largest of the British Isles comprised of England, Scotland, and Wales. It spreads over thousands of miles and it is home to over 64 million people. Then there are great landmarks of the world, like the Great Wall of China, a wall built thousands of years ago, but one that still leaves us amazed today. Far from normal and above modern and above average, modern estimates place it to be over 13,000 miles long. Nature has no shortage of great things either. There are animals like the great white shark, which on average weigh over 4,000 pounds and measure 20 feet in length. There's a lot of great things in the world. Our world is full of greatness. It does not matter where you are in the world, eventually you will come into contact with the above average, the above normal, and the great. And thus we come to the most important question of all as it pertains to greatness in human beings. How do we achieve it? Quite frankly, there is no end to the number of opinions as to how greatness is achieved. Suffice it to say, none of them are as important as Jesus' opinion of greatness. And as far as Jesus is concerned, in order to achieve greatness, we must be willing to serve. Matthew 20 and 26, Jesus says, Whosoever will be great, let him be your minister. The word minister in the Greek there is diakonos. Amen. Which is where we get the word deacon. And some of you who have been in church some time or uh, visited churches, you know that there's this common phrase you'll hear around the, word, around the church of deacons. Amen. But I want to talk to you more about the rudimentary meaning of the word deacon. A, de- a deacon is a person who attends, who serves, and who waits on others. It is the same word used in the Greek for the people who served the wine in Cana in the Gospel of John. Those who would go and get the water pots and bring them at Mary's request were called deacons. It is a Greek word for waiter. Amen. Jesus takes this word for waiter or servant and says that it achieves greatness. And we must be willing to adopt 
the waiter's way of thinking. We must be willing to adopt the servant's way of thinking. If you want to be great in Jesus' words, amen, you got to put on an apron. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. The workforce of today, amen, defines success by a pyramid. Amen. With the greatest being on top. And this is more of a cylinder kind of pyramid. But if you could just imagine, amen, that the way the world sees greatness is something like this. Amen. And at the very top of it, there is a single person. Amen. And that person, amen, has people under them. Amen. And the people beneath them work. uh, uh, The people beneath them are trying to work their way to the top of that pyramid. Amen. Hallelujah. Often with a survival of the uh, fittest kind of mentality. Amen. The the people in the workforce of this world are constantly trying to go up that ladder and get to the top and stay on the top. And they do so many times by any means necessary. And we come up with sayings like dog eat dog. Hallelujah. And basically we understand those of us who are in the work field, we uh, in the workforce, and perhaps in some of these environments, we understand that it really is a dog-eat-dog kind of world. People will slash you. People will cut you. Amen. People will try to bring you down so that they can get up. Amen. And their, their soul and their chief aim is to get to that top of that pyramid and have as many people beneath them as they can. I mean, I can remember several conversations with people that I've met throughout life. And they define their success by how many people they have beneath them. Well, I'm a contractor with 50 employees. Hallelujah. I'm an office manager with over 150 people beneath me. Or I'm this or I'm that. And I have all these people that work under me. And that's how they identify their success. Amen. To become the boss. To be the CEO of something. Amen. Or receive a similar title. Amen. To, uh, to one of those well-used titles. Amen. This is considered the world's success and greatness. Amen. But Jesus outlined a completely opposite journey towards greatness. Greatness, amen, in Jesus' world is defined by an upside down pyramid. With the greatest being on the very bottom of it. Hallelujah. In Jesus' definition of greatness, all the great people are way down here. Hallelujah. In Jesus' definition of greatness. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, The the greatest among us should be the the lowest among us. Hallelujah. When a person becomes a Christian. Amen. Uh, and, and, and I want you to listen to me good. But when a person becomes a Christian, amen, uh, they are automatically placed at the very top of this upside down pyramid. The new convert is on top of this pyramid. Hallelujah. The visitor is on top of this pyramid. Hallelujah. The people making their way to know more about the Lord are at the very top of this pyramid. Amen. And it is the job of all of us. Amen. Hallelujah. To get beneath them. Hallelujah. Not alongside them. Hallelujah. Not in front of them. Hallelujah. But behind them. Beneath them. Amen. And push them forward and push them up. Hallelujah. And make sure that they are being served. That they are being ministered to. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And this means that everyone else. Amen. Is re- that everyone beneath the new convert, amen, has a minister mentality. A lot of times when we hear the word minister, we simply think of the guy preaching. Amen. But a minister is much more than that. Amen. When the person, amen, at the very top of Jesus' upside down pyramid, amen, becomes faithful and established, it then becomes their turn to serve those coming to the faith. Amen. 
Amen. Your job, amen, whether if you are at the top of this pyramid, your aim should be to get to the bottom of it. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. If you are, and there's nothing wrong with being at the top of this pyramid. And, and I'm just going to be very frank and honest with you. Uh, there's nothing wrong with being at the... In fact, if you are there, you need to embrace that phase in your life. There is nothing sadder than people who should be at the top of the pyramid but want us all to think they're in the middle of it or at the bottom of it. Hallelujah. And, 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 and I'm just going to be honest with you. Hallelujah. If you've, if you've never been through your whole Bible, if you've never read your whole Bible, stay at the top of the pyramid. Hallelujah. Amen. If you've never been through a Bible study, amen, if you've never gone thoroughly through the Word of God, if you're still, amen, experiencing many new things in your Christian relation, don't judge it just by how many years you've been in church. Amen. But judge it by your knowledge of the Word of God, your knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Your commitment to the house of God. Amen. And if you're still up there, stay up there. Amen. And, and let the church minister to you. Allow yourself to be ministered to. Right. Don't be defensive. Don't be standoffish. Right. Amen. Don't be uncommitted. Amen. Hallelujah. Let people minister to you. Amen. Uh, it be, and, and I'll tell you why. And I'm getting way ahead of myself. I'll tell you why you want to do this. Amen. Because the most fulfilling thing in life is to be able to minister. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. But you've got to have the right tools to be able to minister. If you want to go down on the upside down pyramid. Amen. There's, a, there's, there's skill sets that are needed. There's tools that are needed. Amen. Amen. It's not just it's not just charisma. It's not just the great smile. It's just not the ability to make the greatest cupcakes out there. It's going to be more than that because at the end of the day, cupcakes and charisma, amen, don't fix broken hearts. The word of God fixes broken hearts. Amen. Amen. Having people praying for you. Hallelujah. Amen. That fixes broken spirits. That fixes broken lives. Amen. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord. Uh, the Lord moves people down the upside down pyramid. Amen. He moves them down a layer and thus they are provided with the chance to be great. Amen. Once you begin to get established, amen, just know you're going to go down a level. And you're going to go down a level. And you're going to go down a level. And every time you go down a level, you're being provided with an opportunity to be great. Amen. The goal of every Christian is to be as far down on the upside down pyramid as possible. Being a servant to everyone above them. Hallelujah. All too often, and I'm not going to preach long this morning. All too often churches become plagued with programs whose main objective is to serve people who should be serving. Hallelujah. Uh, It is the equivalent of a restaurant where the waiters come to work to wait on the waiters. Hallelujah. And I, I, think, I think this might sound somewhat ridiculous to some people, but can you just imagine going to a restaurant and, and rather than the waiters coming to your table, they're like serving each other food. Hallelujah. That's not what they're there for. Right. Amen. The waiters are there for the customers. Yeah. The waiters are there to serve uh, the, the clientele. Hallelujah. Right. Amen. But there are churches that spiritually, the, yeah. as ridiculous as it sounds, this is exactly how they operate. Amen. There are churches that are just waiters serving waiters. Amen. There are just uh, uh, saints serving saints. Amen. Um, I, I, I'm not afraid to tell you. I, I remember uh, even a period in my early, uh, in the church that I used to attend, there came a time in our church where we were, we were just locked up. Amen. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, 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 I, 
Bless God, I, I did my very best to change that, and we did change that. Hallelujah. But there was a period of time in our in the church that I used to attend as a new convert where we got locked up. We were not growing, and we had a secret language that nobody understood. Hallelujah. When people came in the church, they didn't know what we were talking about. Uh, we had this jargon and this way of being that just it was not friendly. It was not amicable. I mean, it made sense to us. You know, we had our little church jokes and our little church talk and our little church food and our little church fellowship. You know what? I'm, I'm just going to be very honest with you. Hallelujah. If, 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 if you consider yourself a member of this church, amen, you ought to be looking for somebody who's newer here than you. Hallelujah. To serve. Amen. Let's not get to the place where we have our own little jargon, our own little talk, our own little food, our own little traditions. Hallelujah. And people coming in have no coordinates for what we're doing. I don't ever, I, I, I remember one of the most devastating things I ever heard somebody say. And now this was from somebody from another church. They visited our church and they said, I don't know what those people, that is such a close-knit group of people. That is not the way we're supposed to be. Right. Amen. We are supposed to be, amen, reaching out, serving, looking, looking for a table. Hallelujah. Amen. Getting that apron on. Hallelujah. Looking for, and if, and if you don't feel like you're ready to do that, amen, come talk to me. Amen. I'll get you ready to do that. Amen. I'm, I'm pretty good at making aprons. Hallelujah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll show you some tables that can be served. Amen. Can you say amen? Amen. Perhaps even worse. Perhaps even worse than that is that there are way too many people today who've been in the faith for years expecting amen to find a church where they can be waited on. Hallelujah. Uh, that, that, that I'm sorry is not the way we should be viewing church. Uh, praise God. Um, uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, not from here, so you're off the hook. Hallelujah. But uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, and you know they're, they're just going from church to church to church to church to church to church simply because their problems are so bad, and there's nobody qualified to help them. And, and there's no pastor that's skilled enough with enough degrees, with enough biblical knowledge, with enough of a, of a prayer life, with enough of anything to help them. And so they're just going to the next church until they finally find somebody who can attend to them. i got news for you. There just comes a point where you need to get yourself checked into a new conference class and ready to go. Hallelujah. And i got news for you. You know, the problem with a lot of solutions is not that they don't work. The problem with a lot of solutions is not that they are not great. The problem with a lot of solutions is that they are not popular. Amen. And a lot of people dismiss solutions simply based on the fact that they are not popular. And it is not popular when you want to cry in your root beer all day to be told the best thing you can do is go find somebody else to help. Amen. That is right. not popular. Okay. It is not popular when you want to get 50 phone calls. And I'm not chewing anybody here out. I'm just, I'm chewing that spirit that might try to get in here. Yeah. Hallelujah. But I'm just letting you know, amen, there, it, it's not popular to tell, some, to tell somebody, amen, who is trapped in themselves, who is stuck in themselves, amen, who cannot get outside of themselves, somebody who is spiritually myopic, amen, they only see up close, they cannot see out far, amen, it is, it is, it is not popular to tell them, hallelujah, you know what, you might feel a whole lot better, amen, if you serve somebody else, you might feel a whole lot better, amen, of rather trying to figure out a way to get everybody to see your brokenness, if you can get out there and minister to somebody else's brokenness. You, and, and you know what? You don't even need the pastor to do this. I, was, I had lunch the other day with, with Will, and we were just talking about, man, just the, the, the life that, that if, if all you did was just step out of your own house and go 
feed a homeless person just yes. on your very own. Just give them a bag of food without without an Instagram picture behind it, okay. without a Facebook post about it, without without calling anybody and telling them about it, okay. but just going to, up to somebody whose life is shattered and broken right. and saying, you know what, let, yes. let me help you. Let me yes. serve you. Let me give you something. I'm not afraid to preach like this. Yeah. We live in a greedy, selfish, self-centered, egotistical world. And you know what? I'm no different than you. I have to fight it. I have to resist it. I have to push it away. I, you know, in fact, you know what? If you want to drive yourself crazy, go find somebody who should be serving but is not. If you want to find, if you really want to drive yourself nuts, go find yourself somebody who's been in church 30 years and can still not get off their duff and yeah. go serve somebody. Yeah. And, and just go find that person. That person will drive you nuts. That person will drive you insane. That person will make you want to bang your head against the wall. Yeah. Amen. But if you want to be happy, go find yourself somebody who does not know Genesis from Revelation. Go find you somebody out of the park. Go find you somebody out on the streets and say, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to do whatever I can. Amen. Let me talk to you about Jesus. Let me give you a bag of food. Hallelujah. Let me just... Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, let's pray right now. I feel the Holy Ghost talking to us. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and, and let me bring this, let me bring this, let me bring this home. And I'm not going to preach long. And I hope, I hope I'm not sounding negative because my negativity is not directed towards you. But I am upset, I am angry, I am negative in regards to the spirit that gets a hold of any of us. Okay. That can get a hold of any of us and cause us to become inverted. Hallelujah. That can cause us to become inverted. Amen. And 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 there 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 are opportunities for you to minister in your home. You know, even in my home, I'm constantly uh, trying to keep the temperature of my home. I want to know. I want to know where my daughter's at. I want to know where my wife is at. I want to know where I'm at. And I'm hoping my wife is doing the same thing. I'm hoping that my wife is even at times noticing where I might need to pick it up. And, and not, not, not just give me the right act, but start, start serving me. Okay. Start helping me. Okay. Start, you know, and that sounds horrible, right? Like, I, and I can tell you, you already feel that little like snag. Like, sir, <laughs> you're the problem. Why would we serve you? Well, like, that's... That, Getting in there and saying, you know what? I could tell my husband, I could tell my wife needs a little more prayer. Um, you know what? The last three years, and I'm going to do it again this year. Amen. Um, my, my daughter's not even old enough to go to some of the junior youth camps. Uh, but I take her anyways, and I stay there with her. And I'm not, I, I use my, my preacher influence. Amen. Uh, I do. I don't care. I'll preach for free. I'll show up. They'll let me in. My friends... Are, are the ones that run the camp and I'll ask for deals to get in and, and just I'm going to get my kid in the presence of God I'm going to serve my child if I see that my child is, needs a, uh, a good hot plate of revival in children's church then I'm going to take them Hallelujah. I'm going to take it. I'm going to do that. Amen. I'm, because guess what? Nobody else is going to serve your child like you will serve your child. Amen. And nobody. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. And if your spouse, if you see that your spouse that your spouse, amen, is a little weak. If you see that your spouse could use a drink of water, hallelujah. If you see that your spouse could use a nice hot plate, not on their lap, hallelujah, or on their head, praise God. Amen. 
Don't be afraid to get in there and serve. Yeah. And you know, and sometimes, sometimes the hardest part about serving is, is you have to come to terms with the fact that I wish, I wish you did not need this. All right. Mm-hmm. But you do. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm, 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 I'm going to go get that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go find a way to provide that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be patient. I might, I might even overlook a lot of faults. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I might even overlook a lot of faults so that I can minister, so that I can serve, so that I can get in there. But I'm, 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 not, just, I'm, I'm not just trying to serve the world. I'm not just trying to minister to the world. I'm also willing to minister in my home. Can you say amen? I want to be great. I want to be great. I want to be great. We, we, we had a class uh, several months ago now. And it was some of you that were here might remember, and the title of the lesson was Who Loves More? Who Loves More? The Giver or the Receiver? And the truth is, the truth is, uh, givers love more. Givers love more. And those of you who have children, you know. You give to your kids, you give to your kids, you give to your kids. And one day they just turn around and. Just let you know what they think. <laughs> and they're the ones receiving. You're like, man, I, I'm giving you all this stuff. You're here to talk to me like that. Like, uh, you know, um, and, they, and, and I'm not talking about drunk kids. I'm talking about six-year-olds. You, know? uh, you just, you're like, man, I'm like trying, you know. <laughs> and there's no doubt that the giver loves more. In fact, um, there's a very interesting story, true story, about a judge who was standing at a, uh, at a bus stop. And uh, it was raining. Uh, and he had an umbrella. And he saw a man in the street just drenched in rain. And so the judge, it was a very small town, the judge went up to the man and said, Sir, uh, you're obviously uh, ill-prepared for this weather. He said, Let me give you my umbrella. He gave the man his umbrella. Amen. And he began to talk to him. He said, You're obviously not from around here. And, and uh, you, you're obviously not familiar with the weather, uh, etc. He said, what, what are you doing out here? What brings you out here? They just small talk as they're waiting for the bus. And the man said, um, I have to go to court. He said, I, I, I have some legal matters I need to attend to here in the area, so I have to go to court. He said, well, I am, I am the judge. I am the, the judge that will be presiding over your case. This town is small. I'm the only judge. And uh, he, he told him, he said, but... Now that I've met you, he said, I, I'm going to have to uh, resign from that uh, case because I, 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 I'm not going to be able to rule over your case uh, in my right mind. And, and what the judge was getting at was the very simple but counterintuitive fact that when you give somebody right. something who is in need, yeah. you, you grow in affection and affinity towards them. Okay. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. And this is why, and here's a good key to life. This is why we should serve and allow ourselves to be served too. Because there are times, believe it or not, when we may not be getting along with somebody and their way, their way of solidifying and affirming the relationship is to give us something. They want to grow in love towards us. And they, they might have chewed you on. Here they come with a cupcake. <laughs> And you're like, I want sorry on all fours. And they're like, I just want to give you a 
stick of gum, you know. And, and, and so, but you let people give to you. If you have a relationship right now that is struggling, let people That's give good. back to you. Let, encourage them to do it. I'm, I'm, this is not manipulation. This is about how to, how to cultivate and, and promote love in a family, in a relationship, in a marriage, in our society. You have to allow people to give to you. And you've got to be more than willing to give to others. Amen. If you are struggling with loving somebody, go give them something. Hallelujah. I know, no, you, nobody tells you that, I leave. But if you are struggling with loving somebody right now, go do something for them. Go love them. Amen. I'm telling you right now, when you are struggling with loving somebody and you reach out to them and you, even if, if all you do is give them a, a slice of pizza or a ride to somewhere, whatever, whatever it is that you do, I'm telling you right now, you are giving no place to bitterness. You are, you are eliminating any kind, you are, you are taking action against anger and resentment and bitterness. And you're saying, you know what? And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Amen. The more love that's in a relationship, the more the communication can open up. And so if this person is getting on your nerves and driving you nuts, amen, if you get them, amen, if you get your love to them, uh, for them to grow and their love for you to grow, it won't be too long until you can tell them, hey, can you please stop doing that? You know I love you. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I know you love me. Let's not do that. Let's not get along like that. Let's be better about this. Yeah. Let's communicate. I'm still preaching good right yeah. now. Hallelujah. Amen. But it all begins with wanting to be at the bottom of the upside down pyramid and to push, push people up, not push up for promotion, not push people out of the way, not dog eat dog. Amen. Hallelujah. But service, but service. Amen. People who understand service. Amen. Are, are loving people. There are people whose life will. Amen. Increase in love. I hope that by now, and I'm done preaching. Amen. If we can have a musician come. Amen. Uh, I hope that by now we are all far enough in life that we've realized, amen, that just, that the world's, the world's way don't work. Amen. It just doesn't. Amen. amen. And if, if you want to be great, hallelujah, be a deacon. <laughs> be a deacon. Get that apron on. Amen. Figure out what it is that person not wants, but needs. Amen. And get in there and see if you can provide it. You may not be able to. And that's another message. But if you're able to, get in there and provide it. And this doesn't mean to be, you know, somebody's door doormat. I, I was dealing with a person not too long ago. I'll, I'll just be very honest with you. I'll be very honest with you. What they needed was to be confronted that's what they needed. I'm, I've been through enough struggles in life now to tell you, and I've been confronted by people to tell you now that I'm so glad they did it. Yes. Well, hallelujah. Thank you, Justin. Yes. Hallelujah. Me and Justin believe that. Hallelujah. I've been through enough in life now to tell you that I'm so glad somebody confronted me. It's what I needed. It's what I needed. And uh, I dealt with somebody not too long ago, not in this congregation, so I don't feel that. But what they needed was for me to confront them. And I, and I put it off, and I tried to avoid it, and I tried not to do it. But finally, I said, you know what? I'm not going to help you. I'm not helping you by just letting you get away with this. I'm not helping you. In fact, I'm watching you hurt yourself. And you're starting to hurt me now. So, so let's get some love going. Yeah. And let's talk about this. Yeah. And and 
and I'll watch my tone and I'll watch my attitude and I'll have as much grace because I'm here to serve. I'm not here to I'm not here to slay. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm here to help, not hurt. Hallelujah. I'm here to love, not hate. I feel like that's good preaching. Hallelujah. Let's all stand right now. Hallelujah. We're gonna we're gonna lift our hands right now. And we're going to pray for a spirit of wisdom and grace. Hallelujah. For God to help us. Hallelujah. In our relationships, in our place in the world. Hallelujah. To find areas of ministry and service. Hallelujah. I'm praying right now for your relationships. I'm praying right now for your marriages, your friendships. I'm praying right now, hallelujah, for the people you come across every day on the streets. I pray that God would give you the wisdom, the grace, the courage, the wherewithal to be a servant, to be a minister, to be that deacon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, I'm asking you right now to touch your people with a mighty grace and a gifting and an anointing. Hallelujah. To find a place of service. Hallelujah. To get in there, to roll up their sleeves, to put on their apron. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To serve with love. To give no place to anger, to resentment, hallelujah, to frustration. Jesus, I pray, hallelujah, hallelujah, that you not let us get indifferent and small-minded, hallelujah. God, I pray that as a church, we would be a serving church, a ministering church, hallelujah, a discipling church, hallelujah, an outreaching church, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Come on, let's lift our hands one more time and just pray as we say, hallelujah.